empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Trangale. Well, wherever you are listening from, I'm so glad that you joined me for the podcast today. And more than likely, you are listening from your home. (laughs) We are in an unprecedented time, not just in our individual states, our nation, but the nations. And I believe that this podcast is going to find you at just the right time. I am so honored to have our guest today, and she has someone that I have followed and received from her ministry for a lot of years. In fact, (laughs) I'm realizing if I name how many years, it's, well, it's not going to look real good for me. So let's just say a lot of years and someone that I highly respect, Mm. probably one of the most highly respected ministers that I know. And talk about a podcast for such a time as this. I am so thrilled and want to welcome my guest, Dr. Mary Frances Ferralo, to the podcast. Thank you for being on today. Oh, well, thank you. What an intro. I just feel real important sitting here now. (laughs) Well, and I I haven't even gotten started yet. I'm just going to throw out a, a few bullet points about you so that we can just dive in. You have been in the ministry almost 35 years now, full time. That's a long time. You had to mention that. Well, (laughs) I mean, it's incredible. It is. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so much has happened. So just to hit a few highlights, you have ministered in the nations. Right. You have met with heads of state. That's right. Prime ministers. Generals of militaries. Yes. And really, you have been a voice in the ear of leaders, not just of the body of Christ, and certainly so, but leaders of every part of our culture throughout those years. That's pretty amazing. I don't know a whole lot that have had the influence, you know, across the board like you have had. Did you set out to accomplish that or did it just happen? No, I didn't set out at all. (laughs) In fact, What happened when the Holy Spirit said, come pray in the sanctuary, put everything else aside, and I had to make arrangements as a young wife and mom to be able to do that every day. So after three years of doing that day after day, then all of a sudden I understood about a call. I was raised Catholic, and I didn't understand about ministry and calls you know, the fivefold ministry or wow. being called to go preach the gospel. Yeah. And I remember running out of the sanctuary to Pastor Bill, who was my pastor at that time, Pastor Bill McRae, for awesome, over man. 30 years. Yes, he yeah. and his wife, Linda. And I went, oh, dear heaven, I'm called. <laughs> and I said, what are we going to do? And he says, what do you mean? What are we going to do? Right. He says, what are you going to do? Wow. And yes, you are. And I said, oh, this just can't be so. How is this going to work for me? I can't do this. And I was overwhelmed. So my point is, is that the ministry had to chase me down. Mm. And so everything that God had planned was going to come about without me going after it. It was his plan, you know, his intention all the time for the encounters 
that I would have in over 35 nations. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, I know I'm not the only one, but there is a chorus that's about to echo what I'm about to say, that we're so glad that you said yes <laughs> to that call. No, and every yes, because it's true. And mm-hmm. I can see that in the course of your life, how what God had for you chased you down, as you said, met you. But at every point, you had to decide That's right. to yield to that, and you did. We're going to get into more of that, hopefully, if you're willing to share. And then I want to get into speaking what the world is in the middle of right now. But I think everybody could use just a fun, brief moment. <laughs> In the light of (laughs) of the flood of news and and all that's going on. And so those of you that are longtime listeners of this podcast, we like to get to know our guests a little and just ask a few get-to-know-you questions. So my first question, Dr. Mary Francis, is when it comes to coffee or tea, what do you typically prefer? Are you a coffee or a tea woman? (laughs) Not which prime minister did I talk to, but what? I know these are the deepest questions you've ever been asked in an interview. No, this is just like us being together. This is fun, Chin. It It really is. And you would know because we meet when we can, when our paths can be the same in the city. And it's it's, so fun. And it's lattes. You know, I like all of that. And then I always ask for whipped cream cream. on top. And do you think I should tell them how many... I probably think, shouldn't. I, I don't, well, I you know mean, the, follow your heart. You know the split does. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three. No. No. Four. No. Higher. 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 Five. Five. Yes, and we could tell about the time that I attempted to steal your Splendas and replace them with Stevia's, and that didn't go well. No, 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 no. It didn't go well. It was naughty. No. A very naughty gin. There was a reprimanding. (laughs) I gave it my best shot. So your coffee and your typical Starbucks drink, which I... I love all of our Starbucks meetups. Yeah, it is fun. Yes. So you are a latte with whipped cream and let's just say a handful of Splenda. Of Splenda. Yes. And it's so it's so much but fun. But that is a treat. We don't get to do that a lot. No. And I don't get to do that very often. It's either. true. It's true. So. Okay. So let me ask you this then, hopefully a little bit more depth. <laughs> Books that you are reading yeah. or have read, what is a book that just has been like a lightning shot to you? Yeah, I would have to say The Triumphant Church by Brother Hagen. Yeah. There's just something about the way he instructs Mm -hmm. about outside influences upon the purposes of God Mm -hmm. and to discern and to identify and to use the authority that we have. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't get past the, you know, just personally in our lives, but he takes you into regions and cities where Mm -hmm. authority must be expressed because of demonic forces. One of the things I have done and do is I minister 
in the Senate here in Tennessee, you know, where you're called to open the Senate. And that's because this is the capital, Nashville is, that when you start approaching downtown, you can feel the difference in the environment, in the atmosphere. So true. Because not only are angels on guard Mm -hmm. where there are seats of power and peoples of power, but so are their demons. And you can feel the difference in the environment as you make your approach. And through the instruction of my pastor and the many books that have been written by Brother Hagen that I've studied, and other books on similar subjects, had so encouraged me and so instructed me so I would know what to do when approaching certain cities and meeting with certain leaders, that Mm -hmm. there was going to be forces around that want the leader to fail Mm -hmm. or that which is within the legislature at that time. Mm -hmm. There are so many moving parts, Mm. you know, and I understand that that influence is behind the human, Mm -hmm. behind the person. Right. And I never consider that the person is my fight. It's what I know is behind them. That's so good. You never consider the person you're dealing with as your fight. Right, no. You know it's the spiritual forces behind them. Yes, and so I've been taught that, you know. Wow, that's a game changer. Which is good for you, for me, as we travel all over the world, that we're ever so cognizant and discerning of what's moving around us and where we're going. It's true. (laughs) It's not that gate agent trying to keep you... From your service. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, that's really good. Well, Dr. Mary Frances, I want to just kind of jump into the deep end here and just ask you, I think right now with what the world is facing, what is being called a pandemic... Yes. With the uh, virus Mm -hmm. that they say, you know, is trying to spread so rapidly and some nations are literally being rocked with the loss of lives. We only have that to a degree at this moment, but everything's being affected. All of our institutions, Mm -hmm. you know, are being affected and people are feeling it. And there just seems to be, I think everyone, whether you are a leader or not, everyone is looking for someone who knows the way forward. Mm -hmm. And with the caliber of minister that you are and as a leader, and really sort of now you stand really as a a leading voice in the body of Christ. What would you say to us right now to steady, Mm -hmm. to bring a steadiness Mm -hmm. so that we can settle and see the way forward? What would you speak to that? Well, we're told to know our enemy. The virus is a manifestation of an enemy. That's why our president says we're at war. Right. So as the Christian community, in all of their learning, then they know that in 2 Timothy 1.7, it's written that God did not give us a spirit of fear. That is an entity that I believe that I'm understanding is in such operation worldwide. Mm. And where there's fear, there is a confounding to the soul. And when the soul becomes confounded with an issue as mighty as this is on the planet, then the body physically 
is affected. And so it starts snowballing, you know, that spirit of fear mm-hmm. that God said, I did not give this to you. Uh-huh. So I look out over the world, the thing that I see, the hoarding of food and goods and, and so forth and so on by peoples and the distancing socially that's been created has left this void. And what has filled it is fear. And then everything feeds off of that to make something even greater because we succumb in our souls, which causes our bodies to weaken. Mm. And so, you know, my message is to identify the enemy. If we're at war, you're supposed to know your enemy, just like it says in the scriptures and just like any general would, Mm. looks out over the situation and identifies where the positions are in strength and vulnerabilities. Mm. And I know that this virus has a strength to it, but I also see its vulnerability because I know it's come out of the lesser of what we believe. We believe in the authority of Jesus Christ and the power of the Spirit of God in its application in our words. This is the year on the Hebraic calendar of 5780, which is, interestingly enough, numerically and then into the words, it creates the word mouth or breath. Mm. And this that has come at us instantly Mm -hmm. at the celebration of 5780 and the beginning of a new decade, you know, that is carrying in it this powerful generational shift. Mm. And the enemy wants to stop our mindset on that. Mm. And so it's a year for declaration. And we say the word of God. You know, we are a people that do not fear tomorrow. We do not fear the future. We are the pioneers of the future. We pioneer tomorrow. I speak today into tomorrow so that tomorrow doesn't speak back at me and say, Mm -hmm. no, this is how it's going to be, Mary Frances. And I go, no, 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 no. My God says, but this is how it's going to be. And so I confront that which is trying to confront and push back on me well I push back with the greater we're given a lot of information right now a lot of facts come Mm -hmm. from information Mm -hmm. and we listen to that and we use that to our advantage but the greater to a fact is a truth Mm. And the truth is from revelations of God. Yes. And that is the word of God. Yeah. And just like he told Joshua, you're going to meditate day and night so that you may prosper, Joshua. Yeah. And so in the word of God, you meditate, you speak, you mumble. And our meditations, they give us imaginations which cause us to have reactions or responses Mm -hmm. to what's happening in the world around us. That's so good. So what's interesting Mm -hmm. to me as I'm sitting here listening to you is that you are really talking about what are the essentials of Christianity maybe coming alive to us, some for the first time, some it's just been words on a page, but what you're talking about is these institutional things in our faith becoming what we're living by. Things like 
renewing the mind. Yes. Things like declaring the word of God. Yes. Going back to the basics of God's not given us a spirit of fear, as right. you quoted. And mm-hmm. we know perfect love cast out fear. all fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about that, one of the best things you can do for your immune system is to go around singing, Jesus loves me, this I know. <laughs> there you go. Right? That's right. <laughs> because where there's love, there can't be fear. These are the basics. It's interesting. I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, wow, I would just wonder if so many people are looking for like a rocket science answer uh-huh. to how we deal with this. But what I'm hearing come out of you is let these truths, almost like our forefather said, be self-evident. Yeah. Let them be so real. That's good. To mm-hmm. you. And it's really the basics, isn't it? It really is. And the Holy Spirit will counsel us that way. He's mm. the spirit of truth. And if we will allow him, then he will give us those words to speak in our situations right now. Wow. It's so wonderful when Jesus says over there in the Gospel of John 14 that he would ask the Father and the Father would send another uh, comforter. Oh, yeah. yeah. And meaning one just like Jesus. And to know Jesus is to know the Father. Mm-hmm. So we do know the Holy Spirit, even though he is invisible to us. He's not our imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just our invisible friend. Mm-hmm. And he is God. And he's yes. taken up permanent residence in us. And yeah. we are called the temple of God. Yeah. Jesus said that his temple, his house, would be one of prayer. Mm. And prayer is saying back to God, what God has said over us, it's declaring, it's decreeing That's so what good. God said. And yeah. Jesus said, that is who we are. Mm-hmm. And so right now, what we want to talk about and what we want to declare yeah. is the virus mm. and all the possibilities and everything that's happening and that's so depleting mm-hmm. because of it. Mm. And denial of its presence, denial of its effect, is not what will turn it around. And denial will not heal us. Mm. It is truth of God's word that is the greater to the denial. And so we take that, that Jesus called us his temple, his house of prayer, Uh and we say what God would say. God says, give me remembrance of what I said to you that I might perform it. Wow. Now, I want to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that maybe that's the piece that sometimes as believers we lose sight of? And this is why I want to ask you this, because your ministry is a very prophetic ministry. You've operated in that as long as I've known of your ministry mm-hmm. and have learned so much, not only from your your <laughs> ministry sitting in services, but getting to spend time with you. We have. We've and spent I'm, time. I'm so grateful. If I sit here and think about it long enough, I'm just going to cry and you're going to have to finish this no. out. But I really am grateful <laughs> because that has been your office and your place in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Do you think sometimes we lose sight of the other side of the promise 
or the other side of, say, a prophetic word that somebody gives us. Because mm. I know a lot of times people go, I'm in such a bad spot. I wish somebody would just give me a word. Mm-hmm. As if to say, if someone gives me a word, then it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. Or if God promised it, well, then I guess I'll just wait around and see if his promise is true. But mm-hmm. what you just quoted to us... Mm-hmm. There's another side. Can you speak to that? Yeah, there's the side of accountability and responsibility to the word of the prophet Hmm. and to the written word of God, to all the promises. Every promise has a requirement to it, even to be born again, even to receive eternal life. It is written that God so loved that he gave Hmm. of his only begotten son that whosoever would believe upon him, mm-hmm. would be saved, have eternal life. Mm. That whosoever would believe. Right. A thing has been done and accomplished. It is spoken to us, mm-hmm. but we haven't the visibility, the experience of it now and forever until we engage it, mm. in this case, with our faith. That we believe that it's true what has been spoken. Some people believe that Jesus Christ is Savior. Mm -hmm. Others don't. But it's true. It's been spoken. Mm -hmm. But you won't see the evidence of such in your life, though it's standing there all the days of your life, till you agree with what was spoken. Wow. So there is accountability and responsibility to the promises, to the declarations that we have. How many churches take the prophecies over their pastors or or over the marketplace, you know, when Mm -hmm. they meet as businessmen and women, Mm -hmm. and that which comes forth by the Spirit of God concerning the entrepreneurs. You know, they have to listen to that. And interestingly enough, I think the marketplace is keener on what is being said and their responsibility to it because they are builders. And we as believers forget that we are builders of the kingdom of God in the earth. Right. So we expect it to be done and that we don't have to put our hand to it. Yeah. But we do. But we do. Yeah. Wasn't it Paul that called us co-laborers? Yes. With God. Exactly. And that's what you're saying, builders. It's the same same principle. Same principle. That's so good. In the middle of, like we said, an unprecedented moment, Mm -hmm. what an opportunity, really, that we have. Oh, yes. To build. Oh, yes. I mean, you can build a lot right now. Yes, that's right. With getting an agreement with what God has said. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to those basics, and you don't have to graduate from Bible school to do that, right? (laughs) No, I did not. Right. You don't have to have a a theology degree, although now you are a doctor. So doesn't it boil down to, and I think I'm hearing you say this, just do what the book says. Yeah. The book. That's right. Not somebody's inspirational quote. No. Not a mind over matter. No, it's got to be the scripture, doesn't it? Yes. Well, that's like the promises. It's got to be his promise, doesn't it? Not what I promise you. Mm, Yeah. Not my rhetoric Mm -hmm. on the promise. Mm -hmm. You know, my commentary on the promise, though we've all written books and we have all of that. But I think he is drawing us out of his great love unto himself in this worldwide crisis. Wow. 
from city to city. Yeah. You know, love draws and, and love forgives and love heals mm. and delivers. And our God is just that. Yeah. He is not the promoter of this virus. He has no sickness or disease to give. Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5, you know, Isaiah is seeing about five, 700 years ahead in the spirit. He said, and by his stripes you are healed. Mm. And then you go over after the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus Christ. And, and Peter says in 1 Peter 2.24 that by his stripes you were healed. Mm. So if you are and you were, then you is. <laughs> then I am and you are. Yes. You know, And those are words that we have to take and, and believe. But they minister to us. God knew there'd be times when we would have to believe Christ the healer. And this time, what a venue this is for the body of Christ Mm. to express and speak with great love, the venue of Christ, the healer. Wow. Mm. Well, and what a perfect time to grab hold of. Mm. And I know that you have been promoting this on your social media this past week, which has just been awesome. But you are an author as well. Right. You've written two books, and the one that I'm thinking of right now, I believe was your last one, Dare to Declare. Right, right. It's so perfect for right now because it's full of the word. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's been given over the years. I remember when we were selecting the 365 that we would need because it's, it's not like a journal in itself, mm-hmm. right. because at the end of every page, I make a declaration over you. Mm-hmm. And these are prophecies that. that have come forth by the Spirit of God through me for umpteen years, it feels like. Yeah. And these were the ones that we knew by the Spirit of God we discerned that needed to go in for each day. Mm-hmm. And I think because they are His words, mm-hmm. that e- even though the book has been out there for a few years, to my great joy, it's in Kathmandu, Nepal. Wow. <laughs> Basic and speak English there, too, in the schools. That's awesome. But it is has gone international. And, and what's so wonderful is that no matter the day or the year, because it is of the Spirit, that which is written is applicable to your life, mm. to the dilemma of the nation at that time. Mm. And that that is very dear of God, that it's not something, okay, I've completed that year, it's no longer meeting my need now. But the reports from all over is that I can't believe what it said today. Mm. How can that be when right. it was coming from years ago when these prophecies came forth? But wow. that's God. His Only word God. is always alive and yeah. always meeting with great love, the need, the deliverance of the people. Mm, it's mm-hmm. so good. Well, I know so many that are listening, you're thinking, I'd kind of like to get my hands on that. <laughs> so I know it's available on Amazon, right. but it's also available on yeah. your website. Right. And mm-hmm. so I want to give everybody a chance to grab that information. If you want to grab something to write it down, I'm going to give you that info in just a minute so you can connect with Dr. Mary Francis, especially right now in this critical time through her social media. You can go to her website and get the book. But Dr. Mary Francis, I just wanted to ask you if we could close out this podcast and if you would pray. Yes, I over us. Thank you. 
Thank you. It's a privilege to pray. (laughs) My Father, Abba, Papa, I thank you for this moment that we have with you and in the celebration of you, your Son, and your Spirit, and your written word. I thank you now, Father, as I speak out over the peoples in the cities of the nations, and I declare this work that you have done, that you have taken sickness and disease out of the very midst of us, and you have healed us. You deliver us. I thank you now for the length of days that you give to us in health and strength and wealth. We are rich in our spirit, soul, and body because of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. And Holy Spirit, you are the manifester. You are the demonstrator of the heart of my Father and of the works of my beloved Savior, Jesus Christ. And in your name, my Lord, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. For that prayer. And thank you for doing this today. Thank you. It's been wonderful to be with you to do it. It really has been. Here we are in Nashville, and we don't get to be together that often. And how is it that God had us both here at the same time to be able to address the people and love the people and show them a way right now. It's so true. Thank you. Thank you very much for all you do, Jen. You are so gifted of God. I've watched all of this happen upon you, upon your life. But it's not just a happening. It is the giftings and the intentionality of God. Mm -hmm. And it's wonderful, just wonderful to watch. Well, thank you so much for those words, and you have been standing by me these last few years, and I'm, I'm so, so grateful and so thankful to have someone like you as an example thank to follow you. all these years of incredible ministry of total excellence, and it has meant so much to me as a woman in ministry but I know to women all over the world, and men too, but us girls stick <laughs> yes, together. Yes, so. we do. <laughs> That's true. Well, let me let you know, listeners, how you can connect with Dr. Mary Francis. As we said, her book, Dare to Declare, can be found on Amazon, but you can also go directly to her website. And the easiest way to do that is go to www.mfvm.org. That's mf v-m-o-r-g and then you can also find Dr. Mary Francis Ferrallo on Facebook Instagram and Twitter there you go (laughs) yes and so we got all that in I know you're going to want to take part of that I'm so glad that you found this podcast today and that you decided to take a moment and listen and we want you to know that we are praying for you we have some free resources that are available right now through my website you can also connect with those through my social media at Jen Tringale and if there's anything we can do for you reach out and let us know we are believing that what looks like a dark hour will truly be our finest hour. Amen and amen. So be it. There you go. (laughs) What more can be said? We love you. Have a great week, everybody.